First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. amazing. Whoa, amazing! What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something, something amazing. amazing. Have you ever wondered what all successful people have in common? Well, a Google data scientist has found the link between famous people. Mm, all the chips. And have you ever lost a fight against yourself? Austria <laughs> knows the feels. Also, a woman trying to teach her husband a lesson about lotto wins a million dollars. Also, put a native Australian animal against the Australian armed forces, who's going to win? <laughs> the answer will shock you. On this episode of Something, Something Amazing. Amazing. Hello and welcome to Something, Something Amazing. Amazing. Oh, nice cup of tea you got there, Amberly. Nice glass of wine you got there, Max Saracini. <laughs> oh, no, don't tell everyone. That's <laughs> our characters in a nutshell. What did you say last week? That like the fact that I would prefer to be healthy over smart, and you would prefer to be smart over healthy. Yeah, we're like we're like the we're like uh, the odd couple. And then what we do is we get together once a week and we do a podcast. And during that podcast, we tell each other something, something amazing. amazing. So it can be a fact, a tidbit, a story, or whatever. Or we could just do a whole episode about poo, <laughs> which we did last week. Uh, the poo. Because nobody didn't not want it. Yes, that's right. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, hello something amazing at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to come to our live show, oh wait, what? big announcement time. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, we are doing a live show. So if you live in Melbourne, that's an important precursor. Well, it doesn't matter. Anyone can fly, fly here. in. Come over, stand <laughs> Emily's Stand-up couch. House. Fine. Um, so Matt Sarasini has a great thinking window yeah, at his house. We, that's where we do the podcast in front of the thinking window. It's like the best. Uh, window shape from play school which yeah. is the arch window that is a great shape um we are doing a live show of yep. this so what would this be like live maybe better maybe worse uh, but you know what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that we bring in some acts from the melbourne fringe well it's not acts we're going to make them tell us their amazing things <laughs> you know, they don't get to do what they're comfortable <laughs> with no no so we're going to invite the people who have acts in <laughs> yeah. melbourne fringe to come on the something amazing podcast but if they're, they're going like, to play the game please let me Hoop. We're like, no, no. shut up and tell us a fact about hula put, hooping. Put down your tassels and impress us. Let's go. <laughs> no, they're, they're going to play the game. And the game is that you have to bring something amazing. It can be anything, but it has to be amazing. amazing. And if it, we deem it not amazing, we burn them to the ground. <laughs> it's like an extreme talent show. Hey, not an amazing fact. But did you know that the Salem witches, yes. we were taught that they were burnt at the stake, yes. actually hung? Oh, well, that's a fun fact. That's better, isn't it? Hmm. Um, okay. So the live show is going to be. I ha- would have been hung. Is happening. Because I had a strawberry birthmark. What? Do they hang people with birthmarks? Because I had a birthmark and then it went away. Because that, that wouldn't mean I'm a witch. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. are a witch, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, the live show is going to be on September 9th. 9th of the 9th. 5 p.m. At the Imperial Hotel. Uh, so if you want to come, that's great. Do mm. it. Do it. Just do it. Live your best life. Uh, so let's get into this week's episode. Do you, oh, man. Do you want to go first? Boy, do I have some facts. And they're facts you wouldn't expect me to have as well, which is always fun. Really? I've got one that's not robot related. That's so. well done. <laughs> Actually, I've got three, if you'd let me do oh, three. Oh, you, you start then. Okay. All right. This, this one's great. So um, a woman 
won a million dollars trying to teach her husband a lesson about Lotto, right? (laughs) So, the husband is in North Carolina. Her name is Glenda Blackwell, and she's of Leicester. How do you say that? Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, that one. (laughs) Uh, So, her husband sent her out. Mr. Blackwell said, please, can you buy me a Powerball ticket? And she's like, you know what? These Powerball tickets are a waste of money. You're never going to win anything. And to prove it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring home a scratchy and scratch it in front of you. And she says, quote, making an ugly face. (laughs) So, scratch this scratchy in front of him and go, see, every time you spend money on Lotto, it's a waste of money. She scratches it, $1 million. Oh, that'll show show him. (laughs) So... She's stoked, obviously, and she's like, well, if I had to be wrong, I'm glad it's wrong in Everyone this way. has learnt the wrong lesson from this. Because yeah, she, so, she's learnt, like, that teaching people lessons is wrong. Ev- it's right. Everybody works gamble. Out for you. Everybody Everyone gamble. should gamble. That's the lotto always it. works out. Um, and, yeah, like, trying to, like, teach your husband a lesson, which is, like, clearly a thing uh, healthy couples should do, yes. will yeah. <laughs> we'll bring you, you should, all your dreams. You always berate your partner. <laughs> With That's, an ugly face. Yes. Uh, what's the coolest thing you've ever won? Are you baiting me for, you know, my favourite fact about myself ever? No, no, I'm absolutely not. I promise you I am not doing that. Because you know my, like, peak, the peak of my life, my greatest achievement. You definitely know this. I've forgotten. What I might it? have even mentioned it on the podcast before. If you've had a conversation with me for like more than five minutes, you know this. Okay. The time I was on a boat, a ship, and I was voted coolest kid on the ship. <laughs> no, I haven't heard this. So, so I have a certificate that says this certificate is awarded to Amberly Cull, the, <laughs> the coolest, coolest kid on the ship. That's- there were like 40 kids on that ship. How did you win that? Well, everyone got a certificate at the end. Yes. And it was like grooviest kid, whatever. Oh, yeah. Just synony. They just got the thesaurus out. For but cool. when they went for cool, they obviously had some thought about it because. No, but what about you? Made you cooler than all the other kids? I don't know. I guess it's just a vibe thing. It's more of a, a sense. <laughs> don't even. Well, who really knows what is cool? You can. It's more of a feeling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's the greatest thing I've ever won. But second, I also won a coloring in competition. Yes. Where it was Jesus and a lamb, and I had the really brave idea of actually sticking cotton balls onto the lamb That's as a brave. part of the colouring coloring in. And I remember level they brave. came to my house with like a mini golf set, um, other toys. Who's they? Like uh, the Jesus people. Okay. Okay. One of those competitions. <laughs> yeah. It's like, great to have you in here, coolest kid on the ship. Well, of course, they, that's that's how I was referred to as a child. Right. What's the coolest thing you've ever won? The award was, um, it wasn't even like first, second or third. It's like <laughs> good effort. Mm. Uh, when I, for the school talent show in year four, wore Adorable. like- Black dress pants and a white button-up shirt. Oh, buddy. So far away from what you had to wear. You wouldn't have been coolest kid on the ship at all. And so what I did was I put on um, John Paul Young's seminal classic Lovers in the Air. (laughs) And during the, you know how it goes. No, just do the whole thing. Lovers in the Air. Um, During the bit, I would um, (laughs) do a little run, run forward. And then do a forward roly-poly on Lovers in the Air and then run back along the length of the school assembly and then do another run-up and do a that's uh, good forward value. roll again. Yeah, so that's probably the coolest thing I've ever won is uh, a crunchy bar at the school talent show. I once won first, third, 
and fifth in a raffle once, an yeah. Easter raffle, and they took away third from me because they were like, this <laughs> child cannot have that much chocolate. Well, how many tickets did you have? Or were you just very lucky? We had five. Wow. So, like, pretty good odds. Maybe nobody else entered, but- yeah, It seems that way. It was- I had, like, a chocolate for a year. <laughs> just a little stash. I was well-stocked. That's the best thing you can have as a kid. Yeah. But I had willpower as a child. Like, I was able just to have, like, a little bit of chocolate now and again, and now I'm, like, a, a monster. Rah, 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 rah. I wish I had the willpower I had as a kid. But you don't have real chocolate anymore. Oh, we've had this conversation. <laughs> I have lots of chocolate. I love chocolate. It's just a different type. Vegan chocolate is dark chocolate. chocolate is delicious. Uh, what do you got? What's oh, your okay. amazing fact? Speaking of chocolate, really? Have you ever no? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was going to do a terrible segue. No, can you do a terrible segue? Speaking of chocolate, yes. It's bittersweet. A bit like war. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I you- see why that was hard now. <laughs> have you heard of the Great Emu War? I actually have, but yeah. a long time ago. Like, I remember this is one of those stories, like, very Australiana. Yeah. It was like, can you believe this happened? Well, it even happened in WA, which we generally, like, we do a lot of facts about WA. Oh, we know weird stuff it about It just WA. happens. Do you know about, like, C.Y. O'Connor and his pipeline? No. How did you not learn about this in WA? No. So, C.Y. O'Connor, he, um, so the gold fields, there was a huge gold rush going up in Kalgoorlie and everyone was like, God, it's quite hot up here. Some water would be ace. Hey, uh, C.Y. O'Connor, can you get us some water? And he was like, all right. Sorry, can I just, his, his name isn't C.Y.O. That's, no, that's a, his initials. His name, yeah, C.Y. O'Connor. Probably like Charles Young O'Connor or something okay, like that. Cool, because uh, C.Y.O. Yeah. Is, is like a pretty cool name. Yeah. But I doubt Coolest it. Coolest kid on the pipeline. Wait, hang on a second. <laughs> okay. Don't be giving that out willy nilly. No, sorry, sorry. Uh, you Obviously, it's like this universe. You give it to the next kid. No, I own it forever. <laughs> okay. Um, I wasn't very popular when I was young. This is the only thing I have. So everyone's in Kalgoorlie and they're really thirsty. And so they're like, can you give us some? Water, CY O'Connor, and it started the Mundaring Weir. You know the Mundaring Weir, right? Yeah. Big old dam. Yeah. Yeah. It overflowed when we were a kid, and it was really exciting. Anyway, mm. so they're like, water, please. And CY O'Connor's like, okay, I know how I can do this. I'm an engineer. I'll build a really long pipe. Classic. Yeah, right? Yeah. And so, and it was it, by the side of the road, went for like. W- Calgary would be, what, 900 kilometres away from Perth? Like, a, Yeah, it's fair to It's a long time. Uh, and so- like I've never driven there. Everyone was like, they laid the last bit of the pipe and everyone was like, yeah. And CYO kind of was like, yeah, all right, let's turn it on. And they turned it on and nothing. Oh, CYO. And everyone was like, CYO, Connor, you <laughs> jerk. We've, we've turned it on in Perth. You're such and, a dilly. And there's no water here. And CYO, Connor was so sad that he killed himself. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was tragic, right? And then he died and then the water came through. Oh, CYO. Yeah, so it was just like, oh, yeah, hang on. Uh, water will take a long time to pump from Perth to Kalgoorlie. Also, why didn't they just go from like the... Beach to Kalgoorlie? But what? Salt water? Yeah. Have, have, I, weren't they just wanting to be cool? No, they wanted water. Drinking water. Why didn't they just build a well? Um, I don't know. It didn't come up. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> Anyway, anyway the Great that's Emu War. So, for those of you who haven't heard of this, this tale, it's a true story about when Australia had a war against emus <laughs> and the emus won. <laughs> Is anyone else just picturing, you know how people like on the internet draw arms on emus and ostriches oh, when yes. they're running around? Yes. And they're always flailing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing that. So great. <laughs> so, what happened in the okay. emu war? Who so, started it? Well, to be fair, I guess- 
like humans start everything, like humans ruin everything. Yes. Um, but the emus were causing havoc in um, WA because they were looking for water and they yeah. sort of stumbled on the wheat district and they were eating all of the crops. That's Kalgoorlie, isn't it? Um, oh, no, it's more the wheat belt. That's more like inland, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> this was in 1923. Yeah. And so, um, like, Australia waged war on the emus and they got like a whole like artillery Whoa. against them and they had um they had two Lewis automatic machine guns and 10,000 rounds of ammunition and so they get out there and they're like hey emu- emus like we're going to like cull you like we yeah. are going to annihilate you, you just imagine this um, discussion in parliament can't you <laughs> get them oh we got to get these emus get them but apparently emus are quite hard to hit with a machine gun and even really? when they are hit it doesn't really bother them that much um and then the major he quoted the major. um if we had a military division yes. with a bullet with a bullet carrying capacity of these birds it would face any army in the world wow they can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. So, didn't they repurpose the birds then and just send them to the front line of the next <laughs> well, world war? Well, they didn't. No. Probably Can you imagine that being in a war, though, and seeing, like, emus <laughs> run towards you with like, their little helmets? It definitely would, like, throw you off for a second. Oh, yeah, you'd be confused. I don't think they're very easy to train, though. They're pretty They're pretty bad boys. Pretty wild. So, within a week, the troops were recalled. Uh, roughly 2,500 rounds had been fired. So, they lost. They lost the they war. They lost, yeah. Well, they even, like, admitted it. Humans um, v. emus. One well, the, emu. These are the facts. So, 2,500 rounds had been fired and killed somewhere between 50 to 200. So, they're not sure, but, like, yes, 50 could be the number yeah, good that they killed. Um, and then when somebody asked, like, someone was like, do we get any medals for this war? And the <laughs> government was like, the medal should go to the emus. Yeah. Who won yeah, every, every round. And, and like, they, they backed off in the end. They were like, we can't, we can't use, like, military force. It kind of has a bad, sad ending because- um, the government then, like, decided to institute, like, a bounty on emus. And so, like, farmers killed them all in the end. And 284,700 emus were killed in WA. Still sad. Um, but the emu population is still, like, stable today. Like, they are, like, guns. Yeah, they hang out. Like, they stay we there. had a war against them with our machine They're guns. Persistent, those emus. And they won. I, that, is that why we put them on the coat of arms? Because it was like, well no, done, I, you're I a national sure hero. the coat of arms is, like, the two animal, animals that can't walk backwards. So kangaroos and emus can't walk backwards. That's not what it is. It is. No, we're no, always that might going be a coincidence. No, that's what it is. That's no. what we were taught in school. That must be a coincidence. I don't know if that's like. I think we're one of the only on only there. countries that like eat our coat of arms too. Yeah, we're well, like yummy, yummy. I know you're a vegan. Have you always been a vegan? No. Um, have you eaten kangaroo or yeah. emu? Yeah, I've eaten. I've eaten kangaroo, not emu. Yeah. But today, we were doing a kangaroo encounter, and the people doing it were like, this must be great meat. And it I was like, good. you're patting them. They're yeah. so cute. Why I, did you think that right now? I have looked at a sheep, and as I've patted it, gone, you are delicious. But sheep is bad meat anyway. What? Mutton sheep isn't is- nice. No, yeah, sorry. I meant, like, a lamb. <laughs> I meant a baby <gasps> sheep. <laughs> okay, that's the thing I don't understand <laughs> at all. This is my thing I always say. I'm going I'm to get on my vegan yeah, go for on, a second. Go but on. I just feel like- I'll keep you grounded. We change all of the names of all of the meats. Like, we change, like, baby cow to veal, and we yeah. change cow to beef, all these things. Pork, bacon. Like, we change the names so we're kind of, like, disassociated with it. But with lamb, which is, like, this adorable, one. cute animal, we're like, yeah, lamb. Yeah. Get I'll it. eat a lamb. Put that on my plate. This is an Australian. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me so sad. 
Yeah, look, it's not great. Anyway, but emus delicious. are awesome. <laughs> That's the message here. That's the takeaway. They, they won a war. Like, if uh, you put me against a machine gun, I'm not going to fare very well. Emus, they won. Well done, emus. Well done, Congrats. emus. Uh, okay, so my next something amazing is, um, have you ever wondered what it takes to be successful? Like, do you think you're successful? Um, No. <laughs> but I think I'm young enough that it, I think I'm successful for my age. Yeah. Oh, d- don't make any, uh, don't have any doubt about why I'm doing this podcast. It's like, I'll get on Amberly now, the stars <laughs> on the rise. Oh, thanks, mate. And then you'll, you'll abandon me as you go <laughs> off and do your more famous things, kind of like John Oliver did with his podcast. Oh, yeah, The Bugle. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that'll be you to me. What's, I don't even know the other guy's name. That's how unsuccessful he is. It's Eddie Zaltzman and oh. he's, and he came to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So, oh, great. yeah. Um, so, a uh, former Google scientist, data scientist, was like, I wonder what makes people successful. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to download Wikipedia, which is a thing you can do, apparently, oh. and then do some research about what these people who are successful and yeah. famous on Wikipedia all have in common. Hmm. And it was quite interesting. Oh, what, I want to know what it is. What it turned up. Because you know how we were like, oh, the difference between us is like, you want to be, you want to be smart and I want to be healthy. Yes. I really want to be successful. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. It's in me. <laughs> yeah. It's driving me. Okay. That's good. I like just making stuff. I don't care if people know or not. Yeah. No, I have a massive ego though. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you're young. Yeah. <laughs> I want everyone to love me forever. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll see how that pans out. <laughs> I'll have no disappointments. Yep. Um, <laughs> everything's rosy forever. Um, okay. So, this so this guy was writing a book, right? Uh, we should get his name because it's always good to- Oh, no. I shouldn't have got his name because oh, it's hard, it's hard to say. To say. <laughs> oh, no. Stephen. Got- Is it Stephen? No. It's got Stephen in it. Samuel. Though. Uh, no, no, I don't guess his name. It'll take for ages. For no, ages. we can do this. It'll take for ages. Aaron. Uh, no, Andrew. you're close with Stevens. Aardvark. No, okay. Seth Stevens Davidowitz. Davidowitz. Yes, you do. Seth Stevens Davidowitz. Yep. Okay. Got it. Yeah, so very important to give credit where credit's due because he wrote a whole book and his whole book was called Everybody Lies, Big Data, New Data and What the Internet Can Really Tell Us About Who We Really Are. Oh, is being successful about lying? (laughs) I don't know. I think it was because he was looking at Wikipedia and people can just lie in Wikipedia. So his whole idea was that he wanted to like get to the bottom of the human psyche and instead of pulling people into like a lab and doing research – He's like, I'm just going to look at what their Google searches are at oh. early in the morning, and that'll give me a real insight into people. Yeah. Anyway, this is a side part of his book where he downloaded all of Wikipedia, looked at 150,000 editor-approved entries, and said, okay, what do these people have in common? He could look at uh, their country of birth. He could look at the date of birth. He could look at their parents, mm-hmm. their occupations growing up, gender, uh, whatever. So just And he would go- Being a white dude. Helps well, out a bit. Well, actually, funny you think that because yeah. it's like, um, first of all, what he did is he looked at all the baby boomers first because he's like, mm-hmm. these people, 150,000 of them, have had nearly their whole lives to be notable. Like, if you haven't done yeah, it by right. the time you're 60, <laughs> you're probably never going to be notable. Yeah. Right? So, first of all, the things that pe- that notable people were. So, 30% of 
people who are notable were through arts and entertainment. So yep. famous people. 29% through, what do you reckon, second? Being a CEO. No, no. Um, Scientists, doctors. No. Oh, God, that's so down there. It's really oh, sad. No. 29% through sports. Oh, of course. Of sorry. Course. Yeah, no, I, I, I sort of think that was entertainment too, though. Yeah, I guess so. The world's best entertainment, sports. Good, uh, good. Put ball in, in goal. Very good. Yay. Yay. Full team. Who will win? I actually like footy. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, 29% through sports, 9% through politics, and then 3% through science or academia. Oh, buddies. That's- and I assume, like, the ones that are the successful ones are the ones that go into, like, entertainment, like Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. Yeah, I guess or so. Or Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. And the other thing is, as well, is that you, um, like... To be in Wikipedia, you have to be notable. So Really? Yeah. So, mm. if you've got a Wikipedia page, you're notable. Great. Uh, but, of course- Do you course, have a Wikipedia page? I don't think so, no. Do you have an IMDb? No. Do you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, one of my old radio shows has a Wikipedia page. Oh, cool. Yeah. But that's it. So, because have you ever played the game? It's a really fun game. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm terrible at it. But you go on Wikipedia and you basically you want to get from one page to another page and you have to get there through hyperlinks. Oh, clicks. So, say we start on like, is that a game you know? No, I love so it. So, say you, you start on like Pavlova and then like, okay, we have to get to bow ties. Okay. And so, Food. Uh, dinner dance. Well, you might, yeah. You have to like, <laughs> so you'd be like, what's going to be on Pavlova? Maybe like this, this certain... Uh, like um, country and then this certain and then you can go to like pe- people jobs and you can go to like a tailor then you can go to like formal you can like, do it like a race yeah well we do it in we do it as a like a, as least clicks as possible okay it's really fun yeah okay <laughs> um okay geography plays a big big part in it mm-hmm. right this is so weird one in every 1209 people in california is famous Whoa. Isn't that crazy? So, you, yeah. if you meet 1,200 people in California, chances are one of them is on Wikipedia. Because the boobs in California are the nicest boobs around. Meanwhile, only one in every 4,496 people in West Virginia are, are famous enough to be Ooh, on Wikipedia. Do you know what Australia is? Oh, no. Okay. No. Sorry. <laughs> I'd have to do way more research. <laughs> then he looked a little bit deeper and he's like, oh, it's actually interesting that people who grow up in semi-urban college towns, mm. so like Madison, Wisconsin, 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 Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, Berkeley, California, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. the boobs in California are the <laughs> nicest boobs What is this song? What is this song? Whoa. Yeah. What is it? From uh, Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so that these people in these kind of college towns become uh, a bit more famous. Right. Now, you, are, you said it's, you, being white would really help, right? Yes. Because that's how the world works. That's because, yeah. You're white, straight and male and you get, you get it good. They're like, here's the platter, eat from it for <laughs> you. <laughs> you don't have to try that hard. <laughs> Just a little bit. Everyone else will try a lot harder than you, but you'll still downplay their successes. <laughs> um, okay. So, diversity uh, actually played an outsized role in shaping success stories. So, if there are more foreign-born residents in an area... The, child, the proportion of children born there would go on to be no, notable success. Oh. So, basically, the more immigrants there are around you, the more, more successful, successful the children are. Hmm. Isn't that a good lesson, right? Yeah. Like, 
immigrant rich college towns, creative hubs. Is it because they're more cultured? Yeah, curious, right. determined, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, cool. Is a real kind of precursor for success. Tell that to all of the politicians. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's not get into politics because it's oh, sad right now. Oh, such a sad time. Uh, what you got? Okay, so I mentioned that mine had a theme today. Let's yeah. see if you can guess okay. what the theme is. Okay, yep. So this isn't um, concrete facts, yes. but they're like... They're pretty sure this happened. Yes. I mean, it was a long time ago. But there's a rumor <laughs> that once the Austrian army accidentally ended up fighting itself in a major battle. <laughs> I can so see that happen. Have you ever been to laser tag? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you just got like, like the little red flashing light or something and you just get someone to shooting. And when it's, it's all dark and there's yeah. smoke and it's like... And there's like, oh, like, like uh, doof doof music. You're around a corner and there's your friend and you just shot him in yeah. the chest. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so it's called the Battle of... Karansebs. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I think I, I get the theme. Yeah. War. Um. So they, yeah. So they accidentally broke into two. So it was in 1788, and um, Austria was at war with Turkey. Yeah. Turkey, and they were fighting for control over the Danube River. So half of the troops were sent out to a different different location to find the Turkish soldiers, and instead <laughs> they found some gypsies who they bought alcohol off. I don't think you can say gypsies anymore. They're called uh, travelers now. Okay, but I'm sure in 1788 they probably were gypsies. Yeah, well, just because a word was okay back some other time doesn't mean we can use it today, Amberly. They found some travellers <laughs> who they bought alcohol off. <laughs> so they got uh, really... <laughs> what? It's not that bad. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> People get upset about things. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they got really drunk. So, yeah. of course, that's the basis of all, all bad things. Yes. Oh, um, all good things in my experience. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so, amidst the mayhem, someone just yelled out, uh, the Turks have arrived. And so, they just started killing every man that they saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, the Turkish hadn't arrived. It was no, the it was other them. half of the battalion. Yeah. And, um, it's a backup. The Turkish uh, wandered into their camp two days later yes. to find 10,000 dead or oh, wounded no. soldiers. And they just took the Danube River without effort. Well, they just, well, I guess they won. Oh, okay. In a uh, way, they won. I mean, yeah, they won without yeah. effort. Uh, can you imagine walking in, Ralph, no, we shared ale. I don't know what, what you did back in 1700s. Yeah, well, ale seems right. Ale seems like old-timey liquor. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Mead. Anyway, can you guess what my theme was? War. Yep. Battles. Bat- yep. Yep. Emus. But you wouldn't expect me to do war stuff, would you? No, I wouldn't. I, I don't even like war movies. I haven't even seen Dunkirk. I haven't seen Dunkirk either. Do you want to see Dunkirk? No. Oh, don't you like war movies? I don't like war movies. Why not? Just like, oh, oh no, we're at war. I, like, I'm not interested in wars. I, well, we might be forced to be interested in one mm. soon. Anyway. Uh, also, okay. my school, like, never taught history. <laughs> So, I don't know anything good. about the history of wars. Okay, just, just- I just know about the Emu War and the time the Austrian people accidentally <laughs> so fought themselves. Read, read Sanzu, The Art of War. It's about uh, being artistic in battle. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's apparently quite a famous book. I just I've never don't like people it. shooting each other. Yeah, it's I dumb. just want people to be friends. Everybody should be allowed to live for as long as they possibly can. That yeah. should be a rule. And just, like, it's just mean. I just want- <laughs> Why can't we just get along? <laughs> just quickly, because I did say I had three facts. Okay, good. 
You know, have you ever plugged in your iPhone to a stereo and it just starts playing a song randomly? Yeah. And you're like, what? And it's a, and it's like Peter Coombs' Toffee Apple and you're like, I'm so embarrassed. But then everyone's like, no, that's a great, that's, yeah, well a, that's a banger. So apparently it, uh, your iPod automatically plays a thing in iTunes that is the first alphabetically. Mm-hmm. And this guy got so annoyed by it that he created a song called A-A-A-A-A, very good song. <laughs> uh, and it's a 10-minute silent track, right? Ah. And he put it on iTunes and it's climbing the charts. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> it's, it's sitting at number 67 ahead of Kendrick Lamar, Kesha, Selena Gomez, Chainsmokers. Isn't that like... Imagine, you can't feel good as an artist. Imagine if you spent so much time making a song. Silence is better than you. <laughs> and it's winning in the charts. Anyway, I like that. People oh. would prefer to listen to literally nothing. Also, because my philosophy is always credit where credit's due, Samia Mezrahi. Well done. Congratulations on your song. Hey, Matt Sarasini. Yes. 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 What do you recommend this week? Shivers. I recommend uh, trying to teach someone a lesson this week because you might win a million dollars. Just teach one lesson and see if you win a meal. Let us uh, know. We uh, guarantee you will. Let us know. Um, I recommend never underestimating an emu. No. They win wars, those things. <laughs> I recommend uh, diverse neighbourhoods. Uh, let the immigrants in. Mm. Let's have a, a lot of diversity, a lot of uh, varied opinions, and then all the kids will grow up and be successful. I recommend uh, being careful whilst uh, having too much ale. Just look after yourself, kids. Okay. Don't uh, ruin your chance of having a river. I recommend uh, making a song and putting it on the internet and seeing if you can climb the charts. I recommend if you're in Melbourne, looking <gasps> into something amazing live. So we'll think of a better name for it. But yeah, 9th of September at the um, Imperial Hotel. During it's a part of Melbourne Fringe, isn't it? Melbourne? No, 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 it is not. Oh, because we did not register. So... <laughs> It is definitely not a part of Melbourne Fringe. That is just happening adjacent to Melbourne Fringe and will involve Fringe acts. Yeah, great. And thank you to another person this week who went to the iTunes store and left us five stars out of five and a review saying, here's my fiver. Oh, thank you. Please come to the review store and give us a fiver. Thanks, Josh. We very much appreciate it. Uh, Email us, hello, something amazing at gmail.com. That's all the things. Goodbye, Emily. 